Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1748. Today, I'm at the Classic Car Club of America Museum located on the Gilmore Auto Museum campus. We're going to have some fun. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah! Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in Vernon, Wisconsin, with a very special guest by the name of Carol Jensen. Hey Carol, welcome to Cars Yeah! Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I'm ready for a great ride, Mark. We're going to have some fun here. Now, before I give you a proper introduction, what's one little thing you might share that most people don't know about you, Carol? You know, this is tough because I am really an open book with people and, and pretty much share everything. I think the one thing that many people might not know and shocks people a little bit when they see it is that I have one small tattoo on my back and it's a motometer. A motometer. <laughs> Why am I, I not surprised? I have a motometer on my back. <laughs> so, so I have to ask you, what inspired that? Well, the motometer itself is because of the fact that I really enjoy the cars of that vintage that required a motor meter back uh -huh. in the time before the radiators. The only reason I got a tattoo was because my 83-year-old mother at the time decided that she wanted a tattoo. <laughs> and that was four years ago. And I thought if my 83-year-old mother was going to get a tattoo, I felt it was worth my time to go with her and get one myself. How fun. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Well, trying something new all the time. That's the way That's to go through right. life. Very nice. Well, now the secret's out. The whole world knows. The secret's so, out. The secret's out. Well, let me give you a proper introduction. We're going to dive into your life here today, Carol. Carol Jensen is vice president of the Classic Car Club of America Museum, located on the Gilmore Auto Museum campus in Hickory Corners. She is the immediate past president of the Classic Car Club of America, that little organization known as the CCCA. Carol is also the event chairman We'll call her a chairwoman for the Masterpiece Limited Automotive Charity, which has raised over $350,000 for local family charities and currently serves as a board member for Elkhart Lakes Road America. That's a place I've driven a race car. I love that place. Carol has been an avid participant and judge in the antique and sports car collector world for more than 30 years and has a passion for driving in tours and rallies. She has shown cars at various Concours events, including Amelia Island, Keeneland, Hilton Head, Keels and Wheels. We've had directors from all those events here on the show and St. John's Concours for the Americas. And she's a member of over a dozen automotive clubs and museums, which range from brass era to late model sports cars. We'll be back in just a moment to talk cars with Carol. But first, a word from our valued sponsors. Sit tight. Keep the seatbelts on. We're having a little fun today. We'll be right back. Did you know Covercraft offers you much more than car covers, floor mats, seat covers, and trunk liners? That's right. When you visit Covercraft.com, you'll find cologne custom bras, LeBra front end covers, and hood protectors that protect your vehicle's front end while you're on a road trip. No more rock chips or hours removing that nasty bug jerky from your grill and your paint. You'll find vehicle seat back organizers that keep everything in check, perfect for all the kids' things in the back seats, spidey gear webs that keep your cargo in your truck bed safely in place 
seat heaters, cargo bars, pro nets, rooftop carriers, and pet travel barriers to keep Fido in the back seat. They even make tire covers. And don't forget their dash mat dashboard covers that shield your vehicles from the sun's damaging UV rays and their sunscreens, my favorite. Their pet protection pads are easy to install, easy to remove, and washable. They protect your floors and seats from Fido's damaging claws, messy fur, and slobber. Everything at Covercraft is carefully engineered and quality made. I've used their interior protection on all my vehicles for many years. And I've got a really great deal for you. If you use the code YEAH21, Y-E-A-H-21, at Covercraft.com, you'll get 10% off. That's right, 10% off. So just use the code YEAH21 at checkout at Covercraft.com. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. When it was time to renew my last policy for my collector car, my carrier's rates went up. They went way up. But my usage was the same and I never had made a claim. No tickets, nothing. What's with that? American Collectors Insurance, that's who now protects my Porsche Turbo. The one I call my orange crush. Has your collector car insurance recently raised your rates for no good reason? Tired of paying an annual membership fee? I was too. So I shopped around, I asked friends for recommendations, and found a winner that I can trust. And boy, am I glad I did. I'm saving hundreds of dollars. I can sleep at night knowing my baby is properly insured. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting vehicles since 1976. They provide me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by a history of taking care of their clients. What could be better than that? Give them a call for a quote today at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love like I did. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. All right, Carol, we are back. And as we dive into this thing, I'm going to call your life. I want to start with a success quote, a mantra, something that has meaning for you. So I'm guessing you love to drive, so take the wheel. Well, thanks, Mark. I think something that I've always kept in my head is just point the car in the direction you want to (laughs) go. That's pretty simple. (laughs) It is. It sounds easy, but in reality, you just can't afford to get yourself distracted. Mm. You want to keep your eye on the goal. Don't lose focus despite the fact that there might be distractions or even working with people who don't like change or are comfortable with the status quo, just don't lose focus and point that car in the direction you need to go. You know, it's a great metaphor for life and business and anything in life. And I always say it's like when you get on a track and you've done this because you spent time on tracks. I have too, is the instructors always tell you, look where you want to go. The car will go there. Instead of looking at where you don't want to go, like that wall or that barrier or that tree. And life is kind of like that as well. If you focus on the things that you're worried about, that make you anxious, that make you frustrated, that very well may be where you take your life versus focusing on where you want to be. I always say that's why the windshield's bigger than the rearview mirror. You don't want to drive a car looking in the rearview mirror. So let's dive into what you do and maybe tie that quote into what you do there at the Classic Car Club of America Museum. Tell us more about that, and then we'll dive a little deeper into your life. Yeah, you know, the CCCA Museum, I'm really excited right now. We're in the process of an 11,000 square foot expansion. And, 
you know, just like you said, you've got to keep your eye on where you want to go because last year with COVID and with delays, we needed to just keep our eye on that prize. And so we're building this square foot expansion that's going to be interactive. Wow. It's going to be educational and it's really going to be state of the art to bring in a new audience and to help educate people on the story of the classic era, that period of time and the cars that were revered during that period of time. When our listeners are able to uh, leave their homes and go enjoy things again, and I believe once this happens, you're going to see more people going places than you've ever seen in your life because we've all realized during these lockdowns that getting out and experiencing things and experiencing other people, more importantly, is so important to us. Uh, Tell us what we might expect to see at the Classic Car Club of America Museum. The Classic Car Club Museum, first of all, is on the much larger campus of the Gilmore Auto Museum, which is only 30 minutes north of Kalamazoo, Michigan. It actually was voted the largest automotive site for people to take a vacation and to enter and to get entertainment in, in the state of Michigan. But the museum is focused on the cars during the period of 1915 through 1948. We have a large display, or we're going to have a large display, I'll say, that's going to be introduced later this year, that's going to allow people who want to be educated on the great coach building of the day. They can select a car by a series of interactive exhibits that they can talk about whether they'd want a closed car or an open car. Do they want the wind blowing through? their hair? Do they want a four-passenger car? And they'll be able to see what it would have been like to have a car coach-built back in that period of time between the 20s and the 30s. It's a really educational opportunity, and we're hoping to bring in, obviously, a, a newer, younger audience to help develop that interest and develop that passion in these cars. The Classic Car Club of America is such a great organization. I've had many people involved in that organization here on the show. What does the CCCA mean to you? To me, it's been close to 40 years of friendships, of experiences, of opportunities I never would have thought I would have. It's simply a a wonderful organization for people. You know, we always say you come for the cars, but you stay for the people because it's just given us so many opportunities and so many friendships and different uh, activities that have filled our lives so completely. And anybody can join, right? Absolutely. You know, what What I like to remind people is that you don't have to have what we refer to as a full classic, which are those cars built between 1915 and 1948 that are superior from a, a technology standpoint, from a coach building standpoint. But we really just want people that have that interest, that passion. A lot of people join the club so that they can learn more about the cars, so that they can learn more about what car might might appeal to them what era of car in that period from 15 to 48 might appeal to them. So it's a, a great organization for people who want to learn a little bit more as well. It's fantastic. There's so much there and the website is just got an enormous amount of information that's so much fun, whether you're doing research or just there for some fun to see what's going on. Talk a little bit about Masterpiece Limited, the automotive charity you're involved with. 
Yes. So we developed a Concours. It was the masterpiece um, Concours d'Elegance and then later uh, the Milwaukee Concours d'Elegance. For 15 years, we ran this event. It was a two-day event down at the Lakeshore in in downtown Milwaukee. And after the 2019 show, not even thinking about COVID, but just excellent timing, we decided to focus our attention on more one or two events that we could host during the year that could be spread out in timing and location, offer people something else that they could do, whether it's a driving tour that toured uh, someone's private collection, or we toured up to Road America last summer, but something different that we could offer people still keeping our eye on the ball, which is that we wanted to raise money for charity. And so that's how we've kind of evolved the Masterpiece LTD charitable partner after 15 years of running a concourse in downtown Milwaukee. You know, the great thing about car clubs Number one is the people that you've mentioned. Number two is I've been involved in so many car clubs, member of a lot of car clubs, and all of them have a a charity version or aspect to them where they raise money, whether it's during the holiday season or during the year or food drives or if there's a disaster in the area. And that's one of the things that car people love to do is help other people. And it's just never ending. So the fact that you guys raised over $350,000, oh my gosh, that's a lot of money. It is. We have been really fortunate. And you're right. Car people are just good hearted people. And over that 15 years, the ability to get people together for a common cause and show them the great cars that we had at the lakefront, it was just a wonderful opportunity. And then when we pivoted, even during COVID in August of 2020, we just created a one day driving tour for 50 people. We Uh, started them off at a collector location, real-time racing, Honda racing here in uh, Milwaukee. And we took them up to Road America for the day, bought them lunch, and watched the IMSA races. And through the generosity of those people, as well as our sponsors that we had, we raised $10,000 for the Autism Society of Southeastern Wisconsin. And so that really showed us that we could focus our attention in different ways with different types of activities and still raise money for the good charities that we support. Absolutely. Well, let's think positive that things are going to open up as soon as possible and people are going to get out and about again. What has you excited about the rest of this year for the museum? For the museum, it's going to be to finish that expansion to get going. So the Gilmore campus has been opened up. It's a very spread out campus. And so they really have been able to pivot their activities in order to maintain social distancing. And so I'm just really excited to get people out and enjoy all different types of car activities. In the meantime, if people can't go there, what are the best ways they can enjoy your website? So we've got two websites, as you spoke to, the Classic Car Club of America, and then what I refer to as our sister is the Classic Car Club Museum website. And so you can just look at the classiccarclubmuseum.org, and you can go there for information and photos of the expansion and get a good sense for what we're trying to do. All of our publications are available online, so we've got over... 
I've got over 50 years of those, 60 years of those publications in my basement, wow. but they're available online to people too. And those are award-winning publications that can help educate people on different cars when a car is purchased, or you just want to learn a little something more. Very cool. I encourage people to go there. I'll put links to that on Carol's show notes page in the Cars Yow website in case you're driving or riding or doing a skateboard or whatever you're doing right now as you're listening to this, <laughs> this great show. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back. I've got a little bit of a challenge question for you, so keep the seatbelt on. Okay. How did you discover your path to a fulfilling life? Too many young people flounder in finding an education and a career that fits. But for those who have a passion for cars, trucks, and motorcycles and who love working with their hands, problem solving, and fixing things, a career as a professional auto technician is incredibly rewarding. Cars yeah is pleased to team up with TechForce Foundation, our charity of choice in bringing scholarships, technical education, and hands-on experience to young people so they can discover a possible future. Join me and lend your support by visiting techforce.org today. All right, Carol, I always ask my guests about a big challenge they faced in their life. This could be business-related, personal, whatever it might be. Maybe it was a bad track day. I don't know. But share that with us. But more importantly, what was the lesson that it taught you so you can move forward in a positive way? So take us on a little journey. Yeah, thanks, Mark. You know, mine really was uh, a business-related. I had a wonderful corporate career for over 27 years, actually, in the health insurance industry, I loved the company. I loved the people. I really enjoyed what I was doing. When the company closed down due to healthcare reform back in 2016, I was absolutely devastated. Mm. I have to say, I, I cried for weeks. Even the last month I was working, I every day I went to work and cried and said, okay, at least I got it all out of my system. I'll be better tomorrow. And, and I wasn't. Oh, no. It was. It was very damaging. It was very devastating for me. But then I slowly realized that I could take everything I had learned in that 27 years, my leadership skills, my project management skills, my finance, even website development that I was doing for them in the last few years that I had been there. And I was able to apply it all to these various volunteer opportunities and experiences that I had been involved with in different organizations and it allowed me the time and the opportunity to get more involved. I went from being a, a board member of the Classic Car Club of America, then I moved up to being their vice president, and then I was elected to be the president at a really good time for the club. And so I really learned that I could take everything I had learned in corporate America and turn it around and really use those skills in other ways to do other things. You know, it's a great story, and it's a great reminder for anyone listening today that might find themselves in that same situation, an abrupt career change, maybe someone pulled a rug out from underneath you, maybe, I don't know, something happened that was out of your control and you feel pretty lost and pretty helpless. Uh, sit down and spend a little time. It sounds like you did this, Carol, and, and get a, a pen and paper out and write down your skill sets. And more importantly, write down what are you passionate about? If you could do anything, Take the money equation out. I know it's important. We all have to make money. But take that out for a moment and think about what do you really want to do? And that's why I started 
the Cars Yow podcast is to share with other people stories, people like yours, Carol, and others that have figured out how to wrap their passion for automobiles, trucks, and motorcycles into their lives and into their careers. So it sounds like you did pretty much just that once you got the tears out of your system, right? <laughs> That's exactly what I did. And you're right. You have to sit down. And I, I, I created just whiteboards of everything I knew and everything I had learned mm. and how could I apply that in a different way and to your point to what your passions are in life and certainly automotive is is one of mine. The other thing I would recommend and I assume that you did this is reach out to those people mentors professionals and tell them the situation you're in and ask for their help. Most people and you said it earlier Carol car people want to help other people and especially if you've been a giving person You'll find that there'll be people out there that want to help you on this journey to find something for you. And you'd be surprised where that help comes from. So don't be afraid to reach out to people. Don't go and hide. Uh, Even if you were let go from a job, nobody needs to know why. Uh, Just say, hey, I had to leave and I'm looking for something new and seek help because you'll be amazed where that help comes from. Did you find that to be true in your situation? I did. And you're absolutely right. The hardest thing for anyone is to say, I don't have a job anymore. And that was really, you know, obviously my circumstance was completely out of my control, but that's a difficult conversation to have with people. And car people in particular, in particular, they are, they are so open. They're so helpful. It's a, it's just a group that, you know, obviously I've embraced for close to 40 years and I know a lot of car people that also spent their time in different industries and different types of uh, professions. And you can go to them and you can reach out to them for other assistance and other counseling other than automotive. Right. It's like what Carol said at the beginning of our conversation here. Point the car in the direction you want it to go. Point your life in the direction, your career that you want it to go and focus on that and don't look in the rearview mirror. I have a great quote I put on my business card When I started the journey I'm on now by Ayrton Senna, the past is just data. I only see the future. You're absolutely right. Yeah, use that past as just data, but don't focus on it every day. Focus on where you want to go. Thanks for sharing that story. And boy, I'm glad it turned out well for you. It sounds like you took the right path for sure. I want to dive into your personal passion with automobiles. What was that pivotal moment in your life? And you knew you were going to be a bit of a car gal. You know what? I think my passion has truly evolved through my life. I grew up across the street from the Milwaukee Mile racetrack. And so the oldest continuous track in the world, and I grew up across the street. So I always was there listening to the cars. You saw it on the news when the cars came to town. It was it was very instrumental growing up across the street. I had but I also had six older brothers. Oh my gosh. And so oh, there wow. was always a car being worked on, whether it was a muscle car, whether I took my driver's license in a in a 72 Firebird. Cool. So I had always had that background. When I was 17, I started dating a boy who loved old cars and muscle cars. He was actually drag racing a car down at Union Grove when we first met. And so it's really all come together over the years. And here we are 39 years later, still playing with old cars. Six brothers. Oh my God. Were you the only girl in the family? No, I actually have an older sister and a younger sister. Oh my gosh. And 
My older That's a big sister, household. It's a very, no, it's actually a very small household. Oh. Just a lot of people in it. A lot of people it. in it, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. That's pretty cool. Well, you know, what was your really first special vehicle in your life? Well, there's two stories, if you'd indulge me a little bit. Sure that have special cars and special meanings for me. So we had been very blessed with some friends that owned a Jaguar C-Type, a Jaguar D-Type, and an XKSS. Whoa. Oh, oh my gosh. What kind of friend was that? Was his name Steve McQueen? (laughs) Yeah, it was a very, very good friend who has since passed away. But there was a three-year period in our lives where my husband and I put over 5,000 miles on that D-type Jaguar. Oh, my God. Because he would always, he and his wife would drive their C-type, and then we would drive the D-type, and we did it locally, and we, we also participated in three great tours uh, in Arizona, private drives that were organized for weeks at a time. And that truly was obviously one of the greatest cars I've ever had the pleasure of riding in. Wow. And not one I can ever afford to own. So it makes it all. Well, that's the kind of friend to have. It's like boats, I say. The best kind of boat to have is a friend with a boat. You're you're absolutely right. I agree. <laughs> and I do have and one then, of those. <laughs> and then, and it, just a, a quick short story is with our own, we've got a 1930 Stutz Speedster. Now that's an open car yeah. and people will laugh at us because it doesn't matter how cold it is or if it's raining, we're driving that car with the top down. And we were on a drive from Savannah to Amelia Island to actually show the car at the Amelia Island Concours. Wow. We were in the pouring rain. We're driving on a two-lane little road from Savannah to Amelia Island. Brave. And brave. And my husband looked over and he saw the oncoming traffic and he said to me, he said, Close your mouth. There's a truck coming. <laughs> because we just knew that You're with the get, rain, yeah, inundated. we were going to get so much water in. And we still talk about that. You know, it's one of those things where you still talk about that experience today because it wow. was so much fun. We had two friends in the rumble seat and it was just a great ride, but truly a, a, a great experience and uh, two special cars in our lives. Close your mouth. There's <laughs> Close a your mouth. There's coming. a truck Oh, there's a quote. I like it. Here's an introspective question for you, Carol. If you woke up tomorrow and you'd been manifest into a vehicle, not what you want to be, but your attributes as a human into this vehicle, what would you be and why? A great question. I can't wait to ask other people this question. (laughs) A big brass touring car. Okay. Now, when I think about that, one is because I'm a very open person. I'm a very outgoing person. And a big brass touring car is a great car to bring friends along. Oh, yeah. Pile everybody in and take off. Yeah. I was going to say, I was very fortunate. Pebble Beach Concours 2019, I got invited by uh, Plasters, who've been yeah, a guest sure. on my show. Yeah, to yeah, ride in their uh, Rolls Royce, 19. 19- 13, I think it was. And you talk about a whole different experience. I'd never been in a vehicle that old. Well, I won't say that. Actually, I was in a 1917 IndyCar racer that I got to tour in during the Ironstone Concours. I thought I was going to die the whole time, but that's another story. (laughs) Yeah, riding in those old, and we had four people. The plasters rode in the back, Steve and his lovely wife, and Mm -hmm. I was in the front with the driver. And uh, boy, you feel it's a whole different experience from any other car. You just feel very regal. Of course, it's a Rolls Royce, but very fun. But yeah, pile everybody in, go for a drive. You're not going to get there fast, but that's not the point. 
No, it, it, it truly is the drive. It's not your destination. It's a purpose-driven vehicle. It was meant to get you places. I feel a lot like I'm a pur- purpose-driven person. And at the end of the day, that brass shines up pretty, just like jewelry. And <laughs> yeah. I have an affection for that as well. Is there a, a brass touring car from that era that really stands out for you that your personal, your personality, I should say, kind of shines to use the, the shiny brass term? To use the shiny yeah. brass term. Is there a specific car that just, if you had to pick it like right off the top of your head? You know, the problem is I can't. I keep looking at all the auction books and that and that drives my husband crazy because I'll look at the book and I'll go, Oh, what about that one? And then he'll turn the page and oh that's my new that's my new favorite. And so there's so many beautiful ones out there that I, I really can't pick one off the top of my head that I'd feel that the need to have that particular one. It's like walking through the Tiffany's uh, diamond showcase. What about there that you one? go? Are, oh wait, there's oh wait, there's another shiny object over there. That's exactly it. Easily distracted by those shiny objects. Yeah, we all are. That's for sure. I I play that game all the time when I get the auction books uh, or or any kind of publication that has a lot of cars. Every page I'll say, which one? Which one would I pick if I could pick any one? And sometimes it's easy and other times it is not easy at all. It is not easy. But it kind of steers you down the path of wanting to learn more about some of those vehicles, especially the early cars, brass era cars, because when you uh, like... For instance, attending a Concours event, when you go up and ask an owner about the vehicle, that's what really gains appreciation for me. I start to learn things about the vehicle that go way beyond what I'm seeing with my eyes that bring a a further appreciation, if you will. Yes, absolutely. And who doesn't like to talk about their car and who doesn't like to learn more about a particular car? Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're about to enter the last lap. We're going to take one other short little break. Bear with me, listeners, and we'll be right back. Did you know that Cars Yeah! is in the top 1% of all podcasts based on listenership, according to Libsyn, the premier RSS feed for podcasts in the United States? That's right. And Cars Yeah! is the only five-day-a-week automotive-focused podcast for you to get your message into the ears of thousands of listeners daily from all over the world. Plus, DuPont Registry recommended Cars Yeah! is one of their top 10 car podcasts for you to enjoy. Cars yeah has experienced tremendous growth, plus your ads are evergreen, meaning they never go away. And more and more listeners find Cars yeah every day for their daily dose of automotive inspiration. Do you want to expose your brand to a highly targeted list of automotive enthusiasts in a very unique and very personal way? Well, I can help you. Contact me, Mark Green, at mark at carsyeah.com or through the website at carsyeah.com today. To learn more. All right, Carol, uh, some quick questions, some quick answers in the last lap aversion here at Cars Yeah. So are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. What's one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes in life? For me, I have to say it's a positive attitude. I wake up in the morning with a smile on my face. <laughs> I use I thought everybody did. Until I started talking to other people who looked at me like I was crazy. And so, I'm, but I thought everyone should and did wake up with a smile on their face. And that's what I do every day. So that's a positive attitude for me. So I have to ask you, what makes that possible for you? What What is it that goes through your mind when you wake up in the morning? I think I know the answers, but I'm going to see where we go with this. You know, 
what's not to be happy about? We're, we're, we're here, we're, we're alive, we, get, we have friends, we, have, you know, we know people, we enjoy life. I have always been that, that way, mm-hmm. even growing up in a very small hi- house with eight other siblings. But being happy is just who I am. I just have a smile on my face. Okay, when you have eight siblings in a small house, I'm guessing you get up early so you can get to the bathroom first. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> That's it. That certainly was part of it. Yeah. I, will, I will tell you. I see this line down the hallway. <laughs> hurry up! Hurry exactly up! Exactly it. There was only one, so you did have to. You did have to go quickly. <laughs> you know what I heard in that is uh, the idea, the concept of gratitude. Uh, the fact that what do I not have to be happy about because I'm grateful for all the things I have. My father was the same way when he would say when he would get up every morning, he'd smile and think, wow, I get another day. And uh, that's a good way to think about life is to be grateful for your friends, your family, the fact that you did wake up, you get another day, no matter what that day might be bringing for you. So gratitude, that's the secret to success. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, whether they've passed or not, who would it be? You know, as as much as I focus, I, I tend to focus more on the old cars. I'm going to say Alice Ramsey. Oh, no one's ever mentioned that name before. Why Alice Ramsey? So Alice Ramsey was 22 years old when she embarked on a cross-country journey in 1909, driving a Maxwell with three other women. Now, how crazy was that in 1909? You know, she reminds me of Bertha Benz. Yes, yes. uh, A lot of people, I've mentioned this before, a lot of people don't realize the first road trip ever made in a gasoline, or I guess it maybe it didn't run on gasoline, had a different kind of power, but you know, a combustion engine was Bertha Benz, um, Carl Benz' wife, who yes. se- secretly took the car and her sons, and they went for <laughs> a hundred and eleven mile drive in this vehicle. That, and she also, you think about it, she stopped at the first fuel stop because she had to stop at a, uh, I think it was a pharmacy store, and get some. I'm trying to remember what they ran the cars on back then, but uh, some kind of a, a fuel source. Yeah, probably still a petrol, sure. Yeah, petrol. Yeah. So you think yeah. about 1909, Alice right. jumping in a car with some friends and taking a drive. I mean, no roads, really. To, right. Yeah. 50, it took her 59 days. She <laughs> covered 3,800 miles. And she was also the first woman who was inducted in the Automotive Hall of Fame. Well, I need to look into her more. I did not know this story. Thank you for sharing that. Alice Ramsey. Very cool. Another pioneering woman here on Cars. Yeah. That's right. Very, very cool. Now, when it comes to automotive advice, what's the best advice someone else has ever offered to you? Well, the advice that I've used the most that I was ever offered was to always carry a small extra tank of gas. <laughs> there you go. So, Just so like you Alice. talked about that's <laughs> right, and you talked about Bertha Benz having to stop to get some petrol, and so I was told to always carry a small tank of gas, and it's it's come in handy a number of times. And my advice that I always gave people was to always carry a paperback book with you, your <laughs> phone, not especially now your cell phone, and towing information because you never know when you're going to need it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, absolutely. When it comes to resources, is there a go-to for you that you enjoy every day? You know, the resource for me, we've talked, it's kind of permeated this whole conversation, Mark, but but the resource for me is car clubs. This is where you get information. This is where you not only get access to vehicles and information and experiences, but there's a big difference in having somebody come over to your garage and help you 
to take the manifold out of your, you know, Model A Ford or whatever it is versus just watching a YouTube video and doing it yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to add one resource, which is absolutely imperative and wonderful and great. We've mentioned it here, Classic Car Club of America. Uh, What a wonderful resource for all of us who love cars old and new. Now, is there a book that you've read that you think our listeners should crack open and enjoy and learn a little bit from? There is a book that I'm actually reading right now, and it's written by Beverly Ray Kimes, who I know a lot of people have referenced her books as their go-to books. The book that she wrote that she had actually told me was her favorite book that she wrote is called Pioneers, Engineers, and Scoundrels. (laughs) And first of all, isn't that just a great title of a book? Yeah. But it is all about the dawn of the automobile in America. And it's just a a great book to learn about the history of how we all got here today. I love it. Great book. I don't think anyone's mentioned that book, which I'm quite surprised. There's over 1,800 books, listeners, on the Cars website listed under resources. Check it out. I made it really easy for you to get your hands on them. You just click, takes you right to buy. So there you go. Another great resource here at Cars All right, we're up to the checkered flag here, Carol. This last question can be a bit of a doozy buy you a very cool collector car today anything in the world i'm going to park it in your garage a couple rules to my game as there are when someone's going to quote unquote give you something i know there shouldn't be any strings tied to it but there's a few (laughs) it makes the uh choice process a little more interesting you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with i want you to drive it and enjoy it so it needs to tick a lot of boxes but it's the only one collector car you can have that means you either get to keep a vehicle you have or Something completely new is going to show up in your garage tomorrow. It's going to be something new that shows up in <laughs> okay. my garage tomorrow. Cool. And you you referenced it in the question. It's a doozy. I would like nothing better than a SJ Duesenberg, maybe a dual cowl Phaeton that I can take my friends for a ride and drive around town or take on a very a long driving tour because it's one of the best cars that's ever been built. Yeah, the SJ. Wow. What a special car. I love those things. You're going to have fun for sure. Carol, you've taken us on a great ride. I knew this would be fantastic. I really appreciate you spending some time with me today. Before I let you go, Carol, and drive off into the sunset in your Duesenberg, could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance? I think it's, we talked about it earlier. It's don't be afraid to try something new. We can often be intimidated by things that we don't know about. And it's to don't be afraid to try something new, to reach out to people and learn about it, because I guarantee that it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great experience. Dare to fail, I say. Try something new today, no matter how small or how big. Maybe even if it's a different drink, if you stop at a local coffee (laughs) shop, try something different, right? Do something a little different. Uh, Walk the stairs instead of taking the escalator or the elevator. Just try something a little different or maybe be more bold than that. At any rate, I love what you've shared with us today. What's the best way for people to follow along with you and keep up with you there at the Classic Car Club of America Museum? The LinkedIn is probably the best approach. That's where I'm at. And then also, you know, my email is just caroljensen at gmail.com. Pretty easy to find. I'll put all these links on Carol's show notes page on the Cars yeah website. Carol, thank you for sharing some time with me today. This has been absolutely fantastic. I appreciate everything you've shared until you and I talk again or we get to see each other somewhere and it's going to happen. I have the faith. I'll see you down the road. Thanks, Mark. Love the experience. You're welcome. Hey, fellow inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Did you know if you subscribe at carsdad.com, I'll send you my free filler-up book, 
It's an ebook filled with fuel, filler, fun, and inspirational quotes from past guests here on Cars Yeah. Plus, you'll get a weekly wrap-up email from me every Friday, and your name will be in the hat for one of the many free giveaways here at Cars Yeah. Simply go to CarsYeah.com and click on the free book button, and boom, you're in the club. And don't forget to subscribe to Cars Yeah on your mobile podcast app, and you'll get the Cars Yeah show delivered right to your mobile device every day, absolutely free. Inspiring automotive enthusiasts, that's what we're all about here at Cars Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah. Yeah.